Welcome to Doing CX Right, a podcast where we discuss how to differentiate brands by doing customer experience right. I'm your host, Stacey Sherman, an author, award-winning keynote speaker, and mentor passionate to help you humanize business and improve experiences to achieve real results. Digital transformation and Web 3.0, what are these terms? How is it changing the way we experience brands, like buy a car? And what are challenges that companies face when implementing digital transformation to improve customer experiences? Well, to help answer these questions, I'm bringing you Dr. Yug Storm, who is the global head of IT infrastructure at Mercedes-Benz. We review the importance of having a clear strategy, investing in the right technology and talent, and understanding your customer needs to overcome challenges. But that's not all. Dr. Yug discusses tech trends and advancements such as virtual and augmented reality, AI tools and voice recognition, and why business leaders need to get educated. He shares real-world examples of how these technologies are being used today and how they will shape the future of CX. If you are a business leader looking to stay ahead of the curve in digital transformation and provide the best possible customer experience, then this podcast is a must-listen. You're going to come away with actionable best practices and insights to help you navigate the complexities of digital transformation and drive your business forward. Please share this episode with others. Leave me a review and tell me what you think. Feedback is a gift. I hope you subscribe so you get further notifications of new podcast episodes. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello, Jug Storm. Welcome to the Doing CX Right Show. Hi, thanks for the invite. I'm so glad you're here because I've been admiring your content online and it's very informative and helping people really understand the future and how to use digital technologies to enhance customer experiences. And so I was really excited to have you here. And let's start with who are you? What do you do professionally? Yeah, I'm uh, Jörg Strom. I'm working at uh, Mercedes-Benz in uh, Germany, Stuttgart. And I'm in charge of uh, global IT um, infrastructure at uh, Mercedes-Benz Mobility. That's our banking organization. Mm. And can you tell me why you are passionate about digital technology? All the above. Mm, sure. I, I think I started pretty early with my first computer, Sinclair ZX81, with one kilobyte RAM, which I, I programmed in BASIC and I learned Assembler at one time. And so I, I liked um, with my friends also when I was younger um, to program and uh, together and to solve complex topics. And why I like that topic now, A, certainly uh, I made that hobby to my job. And um, being in China for five and a half years, I saw that there are some things that are very different. Now. And uh, in terms of digital transformation compared to, for example, Germany, I would say there are maybe 
five, ten years ahead. You, you can pay, for example, everywhere only with your mobile phone. Uh, um, you don't everything can be paid with uh, either WeChat or Alipay. Uh, in every restaurant, you you don't get a menu. You basically scan QR code and uh, you can order. You can pay. If the food gets, for example, in a lot of restaurants with a robot already, there are robot restaurants, and that's very very different uh, to what I have here in, in Germany right now. But I would not say this is good or bad. It's only different. So, but this uh, digitalization topic, this is. Um, something or digital transformation i think this is something where really interests me i think this is a really good topic yeah and digital transformation i think that word is used a lot and everyone has a different perspective what it means what's your definition mm, okay that is i would say that's a kind of a process where one technology Changes or where change in technology changes how we do things. For example, uh, when I was young, uh, I liked to buy vinyl, or then followed by CDs. And uh, then suddenly Apple came up with some, um, and you only listen to MP3 files. And uh, now everyone has uh, Spotify. For example, or Apple or Amazon Music. Uh, so this is this is digital uh, transformation. So mm. it's easier to access music, uh, and you don't have to carry anything, and you can have all the music on this planet um, in your mobile phone. I think yeah. this is a, a topic. And for due to this technological change, this process changes not only in in the music industry, but also in business or in schools. Uh, before mm -hmm. when we were writing tests at school, we had to write notes and uh, we have to carry heavy backpacks. And now you can do everything on your mobile phone or laptop, um, MacBook. So I think the target of digital transformation is really to make use of technology to make processes, existing processes, um, faster, better, cheaper. Yeah. That would be my definition for that. Interesting you said before that why you enjoy technology and your job around solving complex problems. Do you believe technology is doing that? Do you, are humans being replaced? Uh, if you follow the, the post on LinkedIn, for example, on ChatGPT, I think there are a lot of pros and cons. And if you see what technology, now in example, this uh, AI tool, chat GPT is able to do, if you anticipate this, um, there's some, some model uh, um, behind yeah, with a certain kind of uh, data analysis. And every new version, basically, there will be an exponential improvement. If you anticipate this into the future, this I think could be that maybe in some years there would be also negative side effects. But I think not AI is, is a bad thing or chat GPT as one AI tool is bad, but maybe the people behind 
which program that and use it. If they have bad intention, then this could lead, not now, but in the near future, I think this could lead to really some issues. But let's see. Let's see. They may be too early right now. But now everyone, it's quite a hype topic. Microsoft bought chat, uh, GPT, Google just announced their uh, um, AI yes. tool called, I think, Bard. Yes. Yes. We're, we're at, I don't know if we're at the beginning, but it's definitely exploding. And I sit and think about customer experience, how all those are going to enhance our experiences. And I think the companies that figure that out will win because we're still living in a human world who has feelings and emotions. So I don't believe that we can take away the human element and doing it right is actually how we coexist with the AI, the robots, and improve experiences. So like you even explained, just the mere act of how we used to buy a car, you had to physically spend time and go to a store, to a, to a retail. Correct. And buy. So how has that changed, just even in that industry, with technology and the better experiences because of the technology? Can you give me an example? If you take this example for cars, for example, um, mm -hmm. uh, I'm not taking any example of Mercedes-Benz, yeah, but uh, mm -hmm. overall in this industry, yep. uh, at, at, the moment, at the moment, at most OEMs, uh, you need to go to the dealership, configure your car, order it, and uh, pick it up. So in, in future, with the digital transformation, and one part of this is, for example, Web3, uh, you have much more um, abilities to personalize um, mm. the business process to customer experience. So you have much more data about the customer. You can tailor your offerings um, for the car, for example, um, to the customer. You can target market campaigns. You have personalized uh, product recommendations in order to increase the satisfaction of the customer. For the custom experience topic, I think also there's an because you have, if you give away so much data, um, there's also a security issue. Mm -hmm. So we would need some kind of better encryption of data, or to store data centrally, for example. So by this, the business can protect. Uh, I think very, very crucial part, protect the customer sensitive information and also to prevent any data breaches, which at the end um, can have a negative impact and damage your reputation and trust. It's definitely something what uh, yeah. a company doesn't want to do. Yes. Even even you talked about with Web 3.0 and the the glasses, the virtual reality. Has that come to the auto industry what you expected now? Do you think that's too futuristic that I could sit at home and actually feel the car and not leave my house? Is that, do yes. you see that coming? 
I think those use cases existed already years ago uh, in, uh, for a lot of OEMs they had that already. But uh, now with uh, technical possibilities, uh, these, for example, these AR glasses getting smaller, uh, AR VR glasses getting smaller, cheaper, um, they have been very expensive in the past and also very complex to handle. This could be a way, yeah, if they get even smaller and uh, easier to handle, then there might be a lot of use cases also for for us, um, also in the um, in the car industry, for example, but also in any other industry to um, utilize those tools. So then you can maybe really don't need to go to a, a supermarket anymore. Uh, um, you can virtually visit that supermarket or put clothes on virtually um, without really going into any store anymore. This yeah. for sure will come. And this is only a matter of of time, I I believe. Yes. It, and it's very applicable to other companies and industries. And I think that's a perfect example of how to really improve the customer experience using digital. Convenience, save time. And as you said, personalization is key. What else is an example? Web 3.0 is confusing to people. What else is there one component, maybe IoT, the Internet of Things, or another vehicle? What do you see as a hot trend under the umbrella of Web 3 that is changing the way we work or the way that we consume products? AI, this topic for sure, this is a, a part of uh, uh, this Web 3 also, a topic which will have significant uh, impact on the way we work together in future. Mm -hmm. Example, that uh, could be like uh, you have a board meeting, you record in the board meeting, you record the meeting, make it simple, you press a record button on your phone, all the data is, uh, or the audio files is automatically um, written down in, let's say, an, a Word document, and not only written down, this is, exists already nowadays, but yeah. then with AI, analyzed if there are any tasks, for example, have been discussed. So you have automatically, after meeting, also for example, like this here, we could have minutes at the end, automatically done with some due dates, responsibles, follow-up actions, this is a, a use case which uh, I think also some companies are already working on. So there are quite a lot of new topics coming up. Yes, I know that uh, Otter AI and Zoom do that right now. And there's some others. And I think that's a perfect example how we can use technology to save time on those, those kind of tasks. I see even in contact centers the ability for artificial intelligence to save agent time in Correct. tedious tasks that they could better serve the customer on the phone if, if it's adopted. What about um, the IT world that you, that you live in? I mean, IT is part of every organization and I think that it is such an instrumental partner for all the business lines, because you can't do anything <laughs> without your your technology partners. You being uh, you being there for so long, how have you seen 
the role, the function change as digital transformations happening? How are you, how is it changing from your perspective, the way you interact even with internal partners or customers? How is technology helping you? I think over the time we we saw quite a change within within IT from before being a kind of a service provider to provide infrastructure, data center, network, and applications. And IT did what the business wants. To now, I would say we're more kind of a partner on equal level and define the future of the company with the business units. Um, together. Um, mm. And it's more and more recognized that a lot of those, for example, saving potentials, and uh, you only can achieve with uh, digital transformation activities with even more IT. And I think this is what we are seeing in other companies that the priority of IT is uh, growing. There are some companies where IT is I would say the the heart of the company, like in the banking industry, yeah, yeah. they only have digital products, for example. But um, all, all, a lot of those targets in digital transformation, uh, what you also mentioned, uh, Web three that can only be uh, achieved with more IT, and uh, that's something where I think all the managers uh, nowadays have to recognize. Yes. I also think that companies have to be very careful that when they're defining what they need, the requirements for IT to be able to get the right solutions, you have to make sure that you're getting the requirements from all the different stakeholders. Because I, I, being in companies before, will be told, here's what we have. And I'm like, well, but that didn't solve my needs. Nobody asked me. And that's a miss. That's a problem. Mm, no, well, it should not be like this. I think this is IT and business together as one team um, work yeah. on the solutions for tomorrow. It, yes. And I think that's an important takeaway that whether someone is in IT or someone's in a business line, you have to have that partnership. It's got to be good communication. And I think even, even maybe you should not distinguish between business IT and future anymore. Maybe this will be even yeah. merged together because you can't do business without IT. Yeah? And uh, you need business process know-how to at the end to uh, define, uh, for example, new applications, uh, the processes behind. Um, this has to be done together. So I, I, there are some articles yeah, that say, okay, there will be IT and business will, will merge um, in future as one, as one team. I like that. I actually have also seen customer experience where that sits in organizations. It's been in marketing. In one company I was at, it was under IT. Another company, it was by itself where it's the glue to all the departments to make sure that everybody is working on the customer journey collectively. But it's interesting how you're talking about the heart of IT and, and customer experience and employee experience really have to meld. So I love that perspective. As we're getting close to the end, 
I'm interested in your view about leadership because leaders are the ones that decide the investment of the technology, the allocation of resources to adopt and bring in the technology, the training, the culture. Mm. What's your perspective on leadership through transformation? How do you get people to adopt digital transformation? I mean, people are used to doing what, they're, what they've always done. Have you seen mm. that as, is that a pain point in companies? Or do you think people are really willing to change and do things differently. Yeah, but I think it always depends on the people. Uh, there are okay. people which don't don't like change at all, and you have to convince them uh, to uh, drive the change. But then there are also others which see the need and know that uh, there must be another way, another process, another technology to do things, and which proactively take that up that topic, my opinion. I, I, I did not experience this so far that they say, okay, we, for example, we want to uh, utilize uh, an AI tool like ChatGPT in a business process that uh, there may be some, a lot of concerns, maybe from data protection perspective or from legal, uh, from legislation that there might be some some issues, for example, with using cloud services. But overall, I think every every maybe I'm 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 still maybe I'm naive, yeah, and uh, I, I still trust uh, that uh, in the in the best of the people. But still, everyone has the, the the willingness to do something good and to to improve and to learn. And um, mm. I think with the right right leadership, yeah, if you have the right foundation, the setting, then uh, your your team should be motivated and eager and hungry to change something mm-hmm. for the good of the company. But also, I think all those topics invest at the end on the personal balance sheet from of their personal value add uh, on the market value. So... Um, I yeah. did not recognize that there, there, there are so many, uh, a lot of issues on that topic to drive that. Besides well, maybe that's good. budgetary reasons. Yeah. Well, that's good because it means you work in a culture where people are embracing change, embracing technology to bring them into the future. And... It does start with the leaders and training people and educating and communicating because it's easy to be scared of the technology. But leaders who do it right are addressing it and talking about it and helping people understand it and not be afraid of it. So I think that's why you have your viewpoint because the culture is really doing a good job around that. And yeah, I think if this would be not, if this would be not good at, the company I'm working at the moment, I would not stay there 23 years uh, in total. So I, I like the yeah. company culture, I like the brand, I like the products. And I like that we we invented the car. Uh, and I like also the, the fact that we always try to reinvent us and getting better and yeah. all kinds in the business process, uh, in the IT. 
in R&D. So. Well, listeners, take note, especially business owners and entrepreneurs and, and leaders, when you have the right culture, you get people like Jug who stay a very long time. And that's not by accident. So employee experience is so essential to the health of the company and the customer feels that. And your loyalty shows that. So, you know, I applaud the company and others can learn from that. I can only recommend Mercedes-Benz. Yes. Well, that's, that's a very good news story for the company and, and, and for you personally in that regard. All right, question for you. If you okay. could go back in time to your younger 20-year-old self, based on what you know now that you didn't know then, what would you tell younger Yug, Dr. Yug? Uh, uh, so I probably would tell myself, believe in you that you get the things done. If you want to achieve something, believe in you, you can make that possible. Maybe I did not, did not believe in me. Yeah? So I was maybe like a kind of a late starter. Uh, um, uh, in in school, so maybe not the best grades. I didn't really like learning so much when I was little. But then over time, I I saw with more education and with a, a higher qualification, you also get better jobs, better perspectives, in, more interesting career paths. So then I recognized that. But I think I recognized it a little bit late. Uh, so if I would have a second chance, I would say, give 150% immediately and uh, get it done, speed up. So this would be a recommendation to me. Believe in you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What's interesting is that believing in yourself, and that's true, every single age we are, that's important. You also said at the beginning, solving complex problems is something you love. Did you love it then too? Or did you grow into that? Yeah, I think it's something I, that I do every day. Yeah, um, work on complex, complex topics. So I, I, I like that. Yeah, and you see that some things are maybe very difficult at the beginning, but step by yeah. step, um, you see some some progress at the end. You are you are happy that you didn't give up uh, and have been took the extra mile to get it done. Yes, beautiful answer. For example, with my PhD, PhD, this PhD I did, this took seven years in parallel to my job, and I really had very often the the time where I thought, why am I doing this? This is takes too long. This is too much effort. But I never gave up. I never maybe there's mm. a I'm Capricorn, maybe that's a Capricorn topic, but uh, <laughs> I, but I never gave up. And I finally I made it. So I said, okay, topic done. So and then I'm happy. Believe in yourself, see it to the end, even when you want to give up. And Correct. we can balance. I've had a corporate job forever and I've had doing CX right at the same time, and you're doing all these things. So people also know that you can do a lot if you believe in yourself. So perfect ending. And last thing, what's next for you? What's your dream? Where do you want to go next? Do you know? Mm, I, 
as I said, I like I like the company I'm working, and uh, now I have a quite interesting job. Yeah, I have to to reorganize some topics, but I think I like I like to work outside of Germany. I like to work abroad, and uh, so I, I worked six years in Tokyo and six years in Beijing, so almost twelve years Asia. Mm. I like uh, I like to have this lifestyle, to learn something new, to see something new. Maybe that's an, uh, one of the next things uh, I could do. Yeah. But let's see yeah, what happens. As long, as long as you believe in yourself, right? Exactly. And you can do anything. You can do anything. Never well, give up. No. Well, thank you for being here today. And in the show notes, I will share your social media, your LinkedIn and your ways to connect with you because I know people will want to. And thank you for sharing your wisdom with us today. Stacey, thanks for your time. Thank you so much for joining today. I hope you will apply the lesson shared and also requesting if you would leave a review on Apple, it would mean a lot. Head over to doingcxright.com to learn more ways to connect with me and improve your CX. Until next time, I'm Stacey Sherman, Doing CX Right.